Oh, good time. You guys have a seat and a couple things. One is the turn to Psalm 19. We're going to look at that at least a little bit first. And uh, so Psalm 19. And then uh, is Mark Tuttle out here? Mark Tuttle? Yeah, Mark, would you just go to the back? Jason's right back there. He just has a... You're in trouble, so... No, you're not in trouble, but, uh, but he just wants to see you really quick. If you can just go back there. And uh, Psalm 19. We, last night, I feel like uh, for myself too, maybe for you, that there was like a refocus, maybe a revisiting of even what it looks like to do a discipline of fasting. You know, I don't, maybe you saw that too, or wh- how to look, how to now, a renewed look at maybe some of these disciplines, that spiritual disciplines that maybe some of us are going to make as resolutions for this year. And, and I thought, you know what, let me just talk about a couple more re- disciplines, a couple more just basic things in Christianity, but to maybe look at them fresh. And one of those is to talk about tonight is reading God's word. I think if I said, hey, do you know that it's really important to read God's word? I, I don't think any of you would say, I never knew that. Wow, I'm so glad we got PJ here. Just explain these incredibly deep things to us. You know, that, there's no deepness in this. But I found actually most, most of the time the deepest things are actually the simplest things too. We pass them. Uh, simple doesn't mean it's not deep. But it's simply this, that we would read and devour God's word, that we would look at God's word maybe fresh tonight. And I just thought of Psalm 19. Uh, David wrote a lot of the Psalms, and a lot of the Psalms that he wrote, he, he focuses on the importance of God's word and, and what God's word meant to him. And so I just want to just start by just reading a couple of verses, a few verses out of Psalm 19. We're going to pick it up in verse 7. He talks about how creation speaks uh, speaks of God, but then he also talks about God's word itself and how that speaks of God and how important God's word is. So let's pick it up in verse seven. And he says, uh, the law of the Lord, and he, and he says testimony and precepts. We know this is God's word that he's talking about here. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. This is how David saw it. Saw this book. The testimony of the Lord is sure making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and keeping them, there is great reward. This is how David saw the word of God. Get a couple of those things. I don't even need to read it again. Maybe something jumped out at you. Like, wow, this is how God's word is valuable. This is what it does in my life. And as I read this, and I'm just telling you a journey that God has brought me through in getting me actually to the discipline of reading God's word, because for a long time I really didn't read God's word. I, I read it when, you know, it, it was inconsistently. Or when I go to church, or I was in a youth group, you know, okay, I'm hearing in the youth, but I don't really, I don't really like dive into it. Like, man, I've got to read this. It's like I knew some people that were like, man, I've got to just read God's word. And so God was kind of like, it was kind of like this dialogue between me and God. That I don't know if you ever have in your head sometimes, but you know the Spirit is working in your thoughts, and you know he's, he's, he's trying to tell you something. And I'd be reading something like this, because I would finally maybe would read it, or I'd hear a teaching, and God would say, after I read verses 7 through 11, God just says, so you see what David says there? And I go, oh, yeah, I see what David says, man, the, your word is so important. And so then he just would simply say, so then why aren't you reading it? 
so, so then why aren't you reading it? And my answer was, because I hate reading. Uh, really, that was it. I mean, it, I, I was a poor reader. And, I, you know, the circular thing that, thing that happens, you're a slow reader, so you don't read much. You don't read much, so you stay a slow reader. And that's just what I was. This is what I, I just did not like to read. When I was in high school, I'm not recommending this for any of you in high school, but um, I may or may not have on book reports embellished a whole lot on a book report that I would need to, all right, we had a teacher that said, hey, go to the library, find any book you want, read it, and give us a book report on it. I went to, the, I tried to find the most obscure sci-fi book written by some author nobody ever heard of. I would read the first couple of pages. I would read the last chapter, and I would read the back where it talks about what the book is about, and I would make up a great story because I hated to read. So finally, and then I'd feel guilty about that, of course, and so then, okay, I gotta read it. So I tried to find any book at all that was less than 100 pages. Three digits, that was way too much for me. That would've been way too, and if it was 200 pages, there's no way I would read 200 pages. It'd have to be really big print, and a lot of pictures, some illustrations, something. And that's, I even feel like I'm a visual learner. I, like even now, I'll watch videos of teaching. I don't read a whole lot, I, I, I just don't read. And I, I don't like to read. And so that was, that's my answer. Well, I'm, I don't like to read. And so I, I, it's, and I then became even more honest. And I, at least I thought I was being honest. I said, and it's long. I mean, God, 200 pages is a lot. I mean, this psalm is on page 579. I mean, this is just, come on. There's, there's it's four digits on the, the four. There's a th over a thousand pages on this thing. It is long. It's way long. And, it's, and I'm going to be honest, it's, uh, there's some parts, I, it's hard to read, it's hard to understand. I don't really get it a lot. I, my, my mind just kind of drifts. It's boring, I'm being honest. There's some parts that are boring to me. So I just, it's just hard. Long, don't like to read. And God, it's, he's so incredible. He's like, ah, uh, PJ. Okay, what's the real reason? I'm giving you, I, was, I even told you it was boring. That was hard for me to tell you. And I, I, I go, what do you mean? That's, that's, that's the reasons why I don't, some, and okay, I don't have a lot of time. Some of us, maybe that's it. I, re, I would like to read more. I would totally read more of God's word on a more consistent basis if I just had more time to read, but I don't have as much time, but I try to carve out enough time to read at least, at least a little bit each, each day or a week or whatever else, and so, but there's, if I just had more time, that would be great, but I've got so many other things I need to be, okay, what's the real reason? I'm like, what do you want to hear from me? What's the real reason why you're not reading as much? And he said to me, he goes, PJ, I'm going, you tell me the real reason, you obviously know it, He's going, you don't believe what David believes. You don't believe this. You don't believe that, you know, th that this book can revive your soul or make you wise or rejoice your heart or enlighten your eyes or endure forever or, or it's righteous and true. And, and he goes, you don't, you don't believe verse 10 and 11. You don't believe verse 10. I go, what do you mean? He goes, 
More to be desired are they than gold, than much fine gold, sweeter than honey and a honeycomb. You don't believe that this is better than the best meal you could ever eat. You don't believe, you certainly don't believe, that this is worth more than a pile of gold. To read this. No, I know it's worth that. I know it's worth a lot. It's, it's your word. You don't believe that. And it's like, he, he really hit me in my mind, and maybe with you too. I, I, he said, it was like this. I, hypothetical. A couple hypotheticals. One was this. If somebody, it's like, it's like God was saying, if somebody told you that if you read all thousand and something pages of that book, this book, just from the beginning to the end, and you read every word of it, that at the end of that time, that person promises you, has in a write a contract, he will give you or she will give you $1 million if you read this book. Would you read it? You can take breaks for eating and breaks for sleeping. Put you in a room, you are by yourself in a room, we're going to have it, it recorded, so you're going to read it out loud, so you can't just say you read the page, because, you know, God knew about how I, you know, get around things. So, um, you know, you're going, to re- you're going to read it out loud in that room. Every word from the beginning all the way to the end, but at the end, and when you say that last word, a million dollars deposited in your account, you will have one million dollars. That person says, I'll give you a million dollars if you read this book, and you know they're telling you the truth, and you know they're going to do it. Would you read it? Would you? I would. I, I wouldn't take a break for food. I would read while I was eating. Why would I, why would I take a break for a meal? Well, I don't know if I would go to sleep. I really don't know if I would. I would probably, I, I, would, I would if I really had to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so tired, I can't keep my eyes open. But as soon as I, I would take a nap, as soon as I wake up, I'd read it because, man, I know, of course, I, this is the, a million dollars? Of course I would do that. You don't believe, PJ, verse 10. More to be desired than that than much fine gold. You don't believe that? You don't believe it's worth it. Because if you did believe it was worth it, you wouldn't say, I wouldn't be in that room and go, okay, a million dollars if I read this. And then I open up the book. I open up, well, man, this is really small print. Where's the pictures? There's no pictures in this? How many pages? Nah, keep your million. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't care how boring I thought it was. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care how hard it was to read. I wouldn't care how long it was. It's a thousand pages. I got it. I wouldn't care how long it would take me. I wouldn't care because it would be worth doing it. So why am I not reading it? Because it's not worth it. It's not because I don't have enough time. Because we spend time on the things that we, that's worth. Today, you guys did. Some of you maybe even went, if there's anything we're going to do today, it's this. We're going to go ice skating. I've never gone ice skating. I'm going to go ice skating. So we're not going to miss anything. That's going to be the thing. We're going to build that snowman because, you know, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go down the tube. Right? We're going to do whatever it was. We're going to take that nap. That nap is a priority. You know, I'm getting engaged today. I don't care. I hope she says yes. But there you go. You know, like, that's, like, 
You did today the things that were worth something to you. And the things that weren't worth it, you stopped. You just did, that's just what we do. So when it came to like, why you're not reading this, I kept giving these reasons that weren't legitimate reasons. And God says, you're never going to address why you're not consistently in doing this discipline and reading God's word because you're not even addressing the real reasons why. Like this has to become less boring and then you'll read it. It has to take less time. Like if it takes less time for you, then you'll read it. Then those aren't even the reasons why you're not reading it. You're not reading it because you don't think it's worth anything. Or you don't think it's worth enough to carve out the time and the effort and, the, and going into and reading it. That hit me. Maybe it's hitting some of you. Because some of us, man, we want to say the reasons why we're not reading. I don't have time. You know, I've got a family. I gotta, it's just, it's just, we just don't have time. Really? When it's really for some of us, maybe a lot of us, we don't believe that it's more to be desired than fine gold. David says you can take my entire treasury away. Just don't take this book away. You can take all the money. I don't, I don't care. The money doesn't matter. This is what matters. I got to go to work because I need to make some money. He was going, I got to read the word. That's what I got to do because that's what it's worth. This is what it really is doing this. Another hypothetical God took me through and that was hitting me and I just, man, I got to be honest with this. And he says, man, imagine, maybe you can do this with me. Imagine this, that there's this special library and you walk in and there's all the normal books you have, you know, in the library. And then you see this special se section that's in the back. It's it's incredible. You walk in, it's, it's got your name on it. It's books written for PJ. And, and for you, be, there's a section that has a section for you. These are books written for you. Now, I think we would at least be interested to see what's in that section. Like, what do you mean? Somebody, somebody wrote books for me? Like a book specifically for me? to? And you walk, we walk in. And I walk into this wing, wing and I see all these books I've written about my life and about just different things and the titles. I started looking at some of the titles and one hits me as I just cruise through. And it's, you might not be able to read here, but I put it on there. It's how PJ can live forever. Now, I, I'm interested, like, and I knew that, like, that's a book I want. How, really? Somebody wrote a book about how I could never die, about how I could live forever. Now, I'm at least interested in seeing what the book's going to say. That if I read it and I go, okay, you know, and it's not like you're going to read this and you get a million dollars. Maybe one of the books says, if you read this you, 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 and you follow it, then you actually will make a million dollars. There's a book that, maybe there's a book that says that, you know, like, hey, you read this book and it, it tells PJ what you need to do in 2022 in order to get a million dollars. I'd read that book. This one, how PJ can live forever. And right next to it, I'm thinking, okay, well, that's a long time. And then right next to it is the purpose of PJ's life. Man, I'm interested in this. I just am. I want to know my purpose. What am I here for? Why am I alive for? What am, what am I doing here? And I, I look around, there's another book. Living in victory and not failure. This one really catches my eye because I'm always feeling like I'm a failure. Man, whoever, this, this new person knew me. Living a life in victory and not as a failure. I want to read this book. And I don't care if there's pictures in it or not. I don't care how long it is. 
If I could actually read this, and I knew that after I would read this book, I would not be living a life as a failure anymore. I wouldn't be having that kind of, I'd, I'd, I'd read that, I want to read this thing. How PJ can be completely fulfilled. Wow, well, if I'm going to live forever, I want that, for sure. <laughs> How to live forever and be miserable. No, I'd like to live forever and be completely fulfilled. And then I look on the bottom and I go, oh, who wrote this? By God. God wrote me a, a book, how I can be completely fulfilled. Wait a second. God wrote this one. God wrote this. God wrote all these books. Huh. And you guys already know the punchline. You already know what's going to happen. You open the book and it's, it's the book. How PJ can live forever. You read this book, you'll understand what life is really like. You'll never face death again. You read this, you'll find your purpose and your meaning in life and everything that life is about for you. You read that book, live in victory. You will be able to live in victory and not in failure. You'll, you'll be able to have the real success that you were always meant and created to have and you'll be completely fulfilled if you read this book. And it's all the same book. But I don't believe that that's really what this book does. Because if I did, I'm telling you, you would too. I know you would go, especially the author is God. Now you're going, okay, God wrote this book? I'm pretty sure it's accurate. I'm pretty sure that I, the creator, my creator wrote this book. And, but that's exactly what this is. See, David did see it that way. My creator wrote this. What, how in the world can I have this been sitting down next to my, you know, on some kind of, you know, table or something, just sitting there. And I'll get to it sometime. Because I don't believe that. I, don't, I need to reset my mind. We, you, we all need to reset our minds to really see what this, this is written by God. I think, man, I, I go back to 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, verse I memorized. I was in Awana growing up and a lot of verses we memorized. But just that verse there, I mean, you, you know the verse, it's, it's, it's all scripture is God breathed, it's inspired by God or God breathed and it's profitable really valuable, really worth, for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in, in righteousness so that the man of God or so the person that actually isn't devoted to it and allowing it to, 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 to change me so that the man of God, this has been given, so the man of God would be totally complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Do I believe that? I mean, just that those, I mean, it's everything in those verses. It's God breathed. This is really God's breathed words. What are the book is like? Even some of us that love to read, we love to read. Isn't it amazing that some of us who love to read still struggle reading God's word? Because you have the same problem. Not because it's boring or you hate to read or it's long or anything. You might even read another series of books a lot longer if you count the whole series. because you don't really believe. You've lost that belief. So we read all these books, we even read a lot of incredibly spiritual books, books about this book, written by incredible people, 
But I got to tell you, none of them are God. None of them. This is the only book God breathed. These words are actually breathed by God. And reading other books about the Bible, reading other books about spiritual life, that's great. But man, if that's what you're doing and you're barely reading this, we've got to totally backwards. You've got to read this. Read that book that the author is God, not just someone close to God. Not just that. Read that too, but don't, not just that. Especially you guys that love reading. I don't know why you do, but there you go. <laughs> but I was going, okay, what if I believe that it's really God, God breathed words. These, these, these words, look, right now you're hearing PJ breathed words. Because you have to have a breath in order for, it to be, for words to be formed and come out of your mouth for somebody else to hear them. You, they're God breathed. These are coming from PJ's lungs. That's why you say it's really hard to talk when you're out of breath, right? It's because you need breath in order to speak. You need breath in order to formulate those words. These are God-breathed words. These words are coming out of God's lungs. Wow. That's what this is. If I just believe that, that's, that's so much. And it's profitable. This is what's valuable in it. Profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. It tells me, teaches, it teaches me, it tells me what's right. It's like this, this line that says, this is what's true, this is what's right. This book will tell me. And in a culture that I don't know what's right, I, don't, I got everybody telling me different things that are right and wrong. I got this thing, God breathes words telling me this is exactly what's right. Here's the teaching. And then it tells me reproof. It tells me when I'm wrong. Reproof is, you know what? You got this part wrong in your life. It's not lining up with what's right. And then it says, it doesn't stop there. It doesn't just go, hey, you know what? You got it wrong. Good luck. It says, let me tell you, correction, let me tell you how you can get back to what's right. And then let me train you in righteousness so you can stay what's right. It's like these two train tracks. And it tells me what's right. It tells me when I'm on the right track. It tells me when I'm on the wrong track. It tells me how to get back on the right track. And it tells me how to stay on the right track. That, that covers everything. So that we would be complete. Thoroughly equipped for every good work, anything that comes our way, any way that anything in life that we face, we would know how to face it. We would know how to be who we are supposed to be. And I'm not reading it. So I started to really, really work on this, and I want to encourage us just briefly here. Would we, first of all, the first thing that, that I needed to do, and I do read God's word now. I don't read any other books. I Barely. I do if I have to. Some leadership books that my elders make me read. I don't know why they do that. But, <laughs> but I'll watch the video. If there's a video, I'll do that. But that's what I'll watch, you know. So, um, but if somebody tells, what leadership book are you reading? And that's what people to ask pastor. What book are you reading lately? What's the latest book you read? And I go, a Luke. The book called Luke. So, and I'm not saying to be like ultra spiritual or anything. It's because I just don't like to read anything. But there's something that happened that made me go, this is important and I, I want to read this. 
And, and, and I allow God's spirit to reshape the thinking, be renewed by your mind, by a spirit of God to reshape my thinking. And I kept reading just a little, just these little things. Would you help me just believe that? That I would actually believe that this is more valuable than a, than a, than a fine gold? That, that I really would believe that these are your words breathed out of your mouth for, for me, that this really is a, a, a book that's gonna tell me how to live in victory and the purpose of my life and how I can live forever and how to be completely fulfilled, that I would that I believe that. And I just started praying that. I was in my early 20s and I go, God, I, it hit me and I go, God, I, I don't wanna read this. I don't like it, I, it's hard. Will you just renew my mind and help? Will you get me to a place where I would want this is how far I was away from it. That I would want to want to read it. That's what I said. So would you just give me the place that I would want to want, because I don't even want to want to read it. Would you just give me that? And it was, for me, it was, it was actually a few years. It was through my 20s. By the mid to my later 20s, I didn't even know, I, I almost didn't even notice it. I would still read it. Oh, God, I read it. But man, I would find myself, I would be reading an entire book in the Bible. Not just like, okay, I gotta make sure I read a chapter. Make sure I read three verses today, you know, or something like that. You know, I got I would just go, oh man, I gotta keep reading. What's next? I gotta keep reading. And God just didn't work in me because of my willingness to be willing. You know, my my I just that whole I believe we felt my, my unbelief, you know, like just to just to begin there. We just begin there. And I'm trying to go to a root of something because we can make the resolution. I'm going to read, you know, a chapter a day. For, you know, I'm going to the reading plan and everything else for the, for the year. And you can do that. But remember, it's not going to be, it's not going to do anything if we just do the discipline. It's going to be if the discipline is doing something in us. And, and that's going to happen when we see the value of this. And we're actually not reading it because we're supposed to. We're reading it because we just, it's worth so much that we have to read it. It's just worth too much. You would read this if it was worth enough to read it. It's worth it. It's worth more than anything else. It's worth more than your job. It's worth more than your marriage. It's worth more than your, your relationships. It's worth more than anything. It's worth more than money. It's worth more than a house. It's worth more than anything. You get that in your head. Because this, this is what's going to lead you to, the, to your creator and tell you about him. And like Jesus says, you don't, don't read the Bible because it's the Bible is, is it. It's the map that's going to take you to where you need to be. And understand, it's the means at the end that leads you to Jesus and relationship in him and knowledge of him and knowing how to walk by the spirit and knowing how to live life. But you read it. Believe it. It's worth it. It'll tell you how to be a better husband and wife. It'll tell you how to be a better father and a mother, a child to a parent. It'll tell you how to be a better worker. It'll tell you how to be those things that we're actually leaving it to actually try to do that we're not able to do because we're not reading it. So let's read it. That's my encouragement. I would do this. I, I did this for a while. I took the cover. I mean, this is a boring brown cover. And I put a new cover on it. And I put a cover that was... Living in victory, not failure. That, how to live forever. Bible just means book. I mean, talk about it. Come on, come up with a better title than that. It's a spirit of bias. It's the Bible, you know, but it just means book. It's the book. 
But so maybe you, seriously, if this is what's going to help you, will you just take some construction paper, make another cover for it. The book that tells me everything I need to know in life. Put it on it and let that be what you see when you look at the book. Do I believe that? If I do, why am I not reading that? I got to read a couple chapters tonight. I got to do something here. Do that. Let's allow our minds to start changing with the way that we look at this book. So, let me pray for us. We'll go on and have a party tonight. So, um, God, thank you so much for, uh, for the reminder for me, God, because I still, I tumble into, ah, oh, it's the Bible. Yep, that's great. But God, that we would see it the way David saw it, that it enlightens the eyes, makes wise the simple. It, 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 it does everything. It shows us everything about you and relationship with you and how we are to live our lives outside this book, so God, that we would see that it is your breathed out words given to us to tell us specifically, not just mankind as a whole, but us specifically, what you have to say to us. God, we would even look tonight or tomorrow when we see this book, we would look at it fresh, be convinced that it's worth more than refined silver or gold anything else that we think we need in life to survive. We would devour your word and allow it to lead us to you to devour your son, Jesus, and make him our life. In your name we pray, amen.